if you're feeling uh, that you know you're coping okay and you're managing hmm. then uh, that calmness will translate to your children and if you're really struggling with how to manage yourself and your emotions and your feelings in this time then that worry and anxiety and agitation will again transfer to your children and now it's pretty clear that majority of the world is going to get this i want you to be aware that if there are some red flags so if you know if if you have some physical uh, symptoms like you know constant feeling of you know like panic or palpitations or um, you know headache or stomach ache or stomach upset and it's not going away something that will i think people need at the moment is how to manage stress anxiety and depression which is going to be at its peak Welcome to another episode of Voices in My Head, and you won't guess who I've got back. I've got Parul Farashad back. Who, if you haven't seen episode three, please tune in. Uh, quickly, gonna introduce Parul because most of you already know her. In case you don't, Parul is our resident psychologist at now Voices in My Head, if I can call her the resident psychologist, and she is the director at Sanjeevni Society for Mental Health which is this brilliant NGO based in Delhi and it's doing work all over India they provide free mental health services for anyone who needs them so parul how have you been um coping yami it's nothing i think in our lifetime has prepared us for what we all going through so um, yeah i mean each day is a new day as they say you know when we were doing our last episode what it was october Oh yeah. Who would have yeah. thought who would have thought that something of this magnitude will will hit us. So yeah, I'm just taking each day as it comes that's how I'm managing. How about you? I'm actually fine because I'm someone who's quite used to being stuck at home in courts. <laughs> uh so i'm managing i would say much better than the average person or much better than people who like to go out a lot like my mother and my wife. who uh, <laughs> are having to adapt to this situation and actually it's i i can see even though i mean from my limited view um people are uh, really struggling there are I, i can just feel it that there's a there's a struggle yeah. happening between people uh and 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 i'm glad that you you know reached out and we we decided to do the podcast on something that will i think people need at the moment is how to manage stress anxiety and depression which is going to be at its peak uh, the therapist that you put me in touch she is got she's so chockablock now more <laughs> so than when the lockdown happened because uh, she's on skype doing sessions all day because people's uh, anxiety levels are through the roof and i don't blame them that's true that absolutely i think nothing's prepared us for anything like this and um, you know anxiety people struggle with anxiety in the best of times so this is um, you know it's natural for all of us to feel completely you know at our, at sea because uh, i mean you know our parents may have seen some some uh, uh, you know challenges around maybe the war efforts or something of that nature but a complete quarantine a complete lo- lockdown you know normally it's been i remember growing up in the 90s there was mandal commission late mm-hmm. 80s 90s and at that point there was a day two days of you know uh, 
like over here and there or even the delhi riots but this is like an extended season and we don't yeah. know what's going to happen even 2 to 3 weeks from now i think the main thing is that the 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 fundamental nature of this is it's so every second is so unexpected and that's what not knowing what to expect is causing a lot of anxiety in even people who are you know managing it well and who if i can say yeah. that prepared like myself i was you know i was actually prepping for this since january believe it or not because i am one of those people who there is this category of people called preppers doomsday preppers <laughs> and it used to be a hobby for me before but suddenly when i'm having to put those uh, supplies or those rations or those kind of uh, things into use it's not that exciting and it's 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 actually quite uh, frightening to know that you may yeah. have to use things that you've been trying to uh, save up on or you've been trying to um, you know just prepare but you're never prepared nobody could ever yeah, be prepared for something nobody like could ever be but i want to Absolutely. just get so first i want to get on this entire scenario i want to get parul the person's or oh, you're still a person if you're a psychologist but i want parul mm-hmm. the normal person's point of view and then i want parul the psychologist point of view and then i think we can continue the discussion forward okay so like i said you know parul the person is uh, is taking each day as it comes um, i've never seen anything like this so i'm really uh, taking uh, taking it slow um there's reduced help at home absolutely so yeah. why you know i think we're all having to do much more uh, chores than than we had to ever so that that is also consuming some time and i've tried to kind of uh, stick to a routine so even in um, you know in the absence of any routine i've tried to come up with a routine tried to stick with the same time of roughly getting up sleeping mm-hmm. even my social connect with people is like in the evening so that is really helping me i feel you know sticking to a routine mm-hmm. and staying connected with my friends and family in fact i've uh, been speaking to people i've i'd kind of you know not had the time to reach out to for years okay yeah so so this is yeah but i i mean there's many more days to go so who knows how it goes in moving forward but so far so good and from a psychologist perspective how are you viewing this entire situation so from a psychologist perspective i would i would say that you know um, anxiety in such a situation is valid it's a normal reaction to something frightening mm-hmm. um to something that is not in your control so some and some amount of anxiety is helpful because if you are not worried about the consequences of covid-19 then maybe um, you know you may not take those precautions that are absolutely necessary for our health so some amount of anxiety is actually useful and beneficial for us to feel and um, you know there are ways to cope with it um, that you know you and i can talk through mm-hmm. um, so that's that's really what i feel but of course if it goes to beyond what is the um, you know normal threshold and that also we can talk about later then also there are some red flags that you know uh, people need to know Mm-hmm. and there are still resources out there that they can seek out and um, you know get help for themselves right so um, yeah that's what i feel and in terms of this you know for people who it, it is surprising to me and also well not that surprising because people who are used to working from home are fine but majority of us are used to this kind of you know this 9 to 5 mundane if i can call it life of leaving home at a particular time doing 
what you do and then coming back and spending that limited time with your family and surprisingly yeah. uh, it's just uh, you know it's a, it's a, it's a mindset that now maybe people need to start appreciating that quality time that they are being forced to spend with their family uh, versus Absolutely. versus you know risking your life and being in a, like the uk has not stopped uh, offices offices are still carrying on in the uk because they are saying if you can't if you can do your job from home that's fine but a lot of jobs you can't do from home they still want you to you go yeah. out so i would rather appreciate this step and, I, and of course there is a huge financial uh, angle and discussion which i'm not getting into of course it's bad for the economy but, it's, but you know, this is a this is an emergency situation for the world uh, not normal yeah. circumstances yeah you know it is it is like uh, you know people may be feeling um, you know grief or worry or a sense of loss because we've all kind of you know we are worried about our work about our finances about um, you know not being able to connect to the community that we used to connect with physically not being able to you know even do the hobbies that we used to earlier be able to do very easily mm-hmm. so um, yes you know yes it's a, it's a hard time um, for all of us but i think if we feel the grief and the loss and the helplessness that's also really okay but how should one kind of deal with that as long as we are on a day to day basis like you mentioned like, routine yeah that's what stay in stay in your yeah. routine is something that i've been hearing a lot of people say that just stick to your routine you know make one if if you're used to going and working from this hour to this hour continue with that get up get ready don't be in your like home clothes wear your work clothes yes. go sit in a corner of the house even if you don't have a big house you have a small house or an apartment go yes. sit somewhere put on your headphones put on your laptop and just yeah do something educate yourself do an online course listen to a podcast but you know i guess it's easier said than done it's easy for me to say it is it is but at the same time you know routine gives us a sense of control when mm-hmm. everything around you is out of control um, you know what you do have control over is some things to do with yourself mm-hmm. so for example routine you we already spoke about Mm-hmm. something else is taking care of yourself physically and i know yami you're big into that you know yes, um, but eating 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 nutritious food exercising you know those are also um, steps that bo- sleeping i cannot emphasize right. you know enough the importance right. of sleep mm-hmm. because this is also a time when you know some of us may may um, you know take the liberty to do binge watching or um, you idea. know other things that yeah. we in, yeah So in the first few days I feel that okay you know if it's happened it's happened because um, you know it was it it was an ex- we didn't know but now that it looks like it's going on till April 15 if not longer longer I feel then yeah. you know <laughs> that's another thing of anxiety of, like how long is this going to carry on yes that you don't know yeah yeah so you know so we have to take care of, our, of ourselves in that way also because this mm-hmm. is not going it's not going to be 2 3 or 4 days it's right. much longer it look mm-hmm. it's looking like it's a season which mm-hmm. may go like this so this is a good so, so this I is cannot, your this is one of your yeah. this is a key advice that or key takeaway that we've got right now is that stick to your routine in whichever way you can second you said is take care of yourself physically exercise and eat nutritious food uh, i think it's there's no and better sleep. Uh, no sleep, better time sleep and, and, for and fixed timing sleep i think 
so yeah you're right another like issue is i think people are watching the news all day long like my parents are watching yes. the news all day yes. and every second already all day long you see already everybody sharing the news on whatsapp everybody sharing articles and you know yes. the the worst news is being shared every second and then if you have this news 24 hour news cycle of rubbish news honestly uh playing it just causes yeah, a lot so of much it anxiety is fake news yeah yeah so if if you know again one has to watch out for one's own signals um some of us can read the news and easily dismiss it for some of us it's making us feel worse and worse and sadder and uh you know much more helpless mm-hmm. so you we have to listen to our you know us like if i'm getting my heart is beating or if mm-hmm. i'm feeling um you know worried like my body is also giving me signals sure um so if i'm feeling that way then i have to kind of again limit my use of social media limit my use of watching the news um and you know of course it's important to stay abreast i cannot be in denial that this is happening to me or to to the world mm-hmm. but one has to then set a you know some limits that maybe one looks at the news twice a day mm-hmm. or and maybe not before sleeping you know so again there has to be some sort of structure even around how much news i'm exposing myself to and here i just want to point out yami that i think it's absolutely okay to tell uh people around you that you know to to set some boundaries and say i think let's discuss something else mm-hmm. so you know yeah. this is getting very repetitive for me mm-hmm. because uh, otherwise it's just it, it can just go into a complete spiral yeah but see as you, you said some people can watch the news and dismiss it but even if you're those one of those kind of people who are, who's lucky to be able to do that if you're watching it 24 hours or all your waking hours there's this thing yeah. playing in the background this is just yeah. subconsciously badgering you and those numbers of the number of infected cases and the number of dead people yeah. and the number of critically ill people yeah. this is just messing with the mind so i watch the news Absolutely. once in the morning like not watch actually i just i see a couple of videos who i follow i follow bbc on on youtube i just find that very useful so i see that and i see uh in the evening and anyway you can't escape because if something major happens like Boris Johnson UK prime minister was tested yeah, positive yesterday six people messaged me and one person called me and then my parents also immediately came and told me so you can't avoid that kind of news anyway you can't so i, I right. just feel that you know people need to limit this and what an amazing opportunity i've been I'm, i'm you know i'm repeatedly saying this and i'm not just saying this to sound cool and spiritual and like some sort of a wellness guru because i'm none of those things I really think this is an amazing opportunity if you're trying to lose weight if you're trying to get fit if you're trying to actually fix your mental health it's like you've got a 21 day vipassana retreat holiday you can choose to spend this any way you like and and it's 21 days for now it may become 41 days or, or 101 days we don't know so we even if know. it's let's say say 21 days Uh, what, what a fantastic opportunity man. and 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 but unfortunately the opposite is happening i mean some people were telling me that we, we've put on weight because we're just sitting home and eating and watching tv and binge watching yeah. netflix and stuff like that i think it's a fantastic opportunity to do the opposite and not eat i am telling people do intermittent fasting uh, especially <laughs> if you're worried about resources running out what a better yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's great everybody Me. in your household should skip one meal so that not only are you yeah. are you saving resources of your house you're saving the city's resources because everything is under stress at the moment and you're going to lose weight you're yes. going to feel great and your immunity is going to go up so this is like a one stop shop for 
exactly what covid-19 requires you know skip a meal or do some intermittent fasting yeah but i don't think everybody Absolutely. sees it that way it's just you know you get that urge it's early days yeah meer it's early days and you know even if i am um, you know i always tell friends and family it's okay you know it's been 8 9 days if you you've binge watched you've eaten i don't um, you behaved in ways you would not i think it's been 4 5 days and people are struggling 4 5 days yeah so but but having you know done that gotten it out of your system it it's never too late to get back on some sort of a track and that's an uncharted track hmm. um so you know and here i also want to talk if you're talking about strategies you know hmm. here i also want to talk about something which is putting things in perspective or you know what is the kind of self talk that you're um doing with yourself so if you're um you know telling yourself am i over you know some things that you can tell to calm yourself down is am i overestimating the probability of you know something like this happening or am i you know what strategies have helped me cope with challenging situations in the past mm-hmm. because while we are saying that you know nothing like this has happened to us but we've all had challenges of some nature you know maybe loss of a parent loss of a loved one or other really uh, hard things that have happened to us that we've successfully coped with in the past so to remind yourself of that or you know again um, if you're really feeling um, really down and out to t- ask yourself you know what am i talking to myself all the time mm. um, you know which is making me feel this way so one answer could be maybe i'm seeing news all the time which mm-hmm. is making me feel yeah. this way mm. so putting things in perspective and really talking to yourself you know about covid-19 there's also possibility versus probability sure sure um you know i don't know if i'm so yeah so it's it's important about you know at this point more than ever what i'm saying to myself and i, I know you and i talked about this even in our last talk yes yes we did we did so i think like the self talk that you're talking about i think if you do want to talk to yourself about what's going on there are so many uh things to at least that are making me feel better is that one is i mean the main thing is that we by now it's pretty clear that majority of the world is going to get this but what's also what clear saying. what's also clear is majority of those people are going to be fine there's no issue yeah. only yeah. in certain cases when you're immunocompromised or you have some sort of a, you know lung issue or you're older or you're a smoker um uh, great time to quit smoking i'm telling you i mean please quit smoking this is the best opportunity you ever going to get because literally i'm putting a gun to your head and saying yeah. quit smoking you know there's a there's a virus that's putting a gun Absolutely. to your head so i what is the worry because we're all going to get it uh where most of us are going to walk out without any problems some of us are going to have some issues and very 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 uh, minor you know single like 1% or less than 1% people are going to die but that is the case with the probability of this fan falling on my head and killing me is probably the same as someone like me getting covid and dying now am i going to be Absolutely. as anxious but about this fan absolutely but at the same time i mean uh, i don't know no no i hear you but at the same time you know it's something unprecedented sure Sure. uh because of other illnesses or other flus you know now statistics are coming out about tb cases being more or this being more um you know airlines and airports are shutting down so um you know if if all that was happening even with a flu or with tb or any other illness then people would be as anxious about that as well yeah so sure. it's it's also and you know you can't escape it even like we we've talked enough that even reading the news or the 
anything is overwhelming for for us you know so sure. yes it's yes there's always you know silver lining and you know people will eventually see it but at the same time i do feel that it's okay to acknowledge that i am feeling worried i am feeling worried about um, you know my, my own health i am feeling worried about the health of my loved ones i am feeling worried about my finances i don't know how long this could go on sure, um, sure. so it's okay i mean you can't you can't let that go on for the whole day but as long as even for 5 minutes a day you have to acknowledge your feelings maybe journal it maybe talk to a friend mm-hmm. um you know um uh, so something some way of acknowledging it because if you deny those feelings then you say to yourself that oh why am i feeling worried i'm young and healthy i'll be okay or if you tell yourself you know why am i so worried i'm i'm so safe in my house look at the poor daily wager sure that way you know you're kind of undermining your own um, anxiety which if you keep doing then become something bigger if you just if you just acknowledge it feel it and then let it go i think that may be a healthier way of coping with it so you're saying let the thoughts come let your mind process it and try and p- put a positive spin yeah. on it rather than suppressing the thoughts yes i'm saying that and then it's like meditation i know you i think you've been exposed to meditation right yes. mm. um you know i've not i've not done it extensively but the little bit exposure that i've had to meditation is just watch your thoughts mm-hmm. right just watch them go mm-hmm. don't judge them don't uh, you know uh, bottle them up or don't uh, don't uh, analyze them but just watch them go right and then uh, tell yourself that these are feelings these feelings will pass so in, are you uh, I, i assume you're inundated with like your your therapy sessions on online you must be doing this all day uh, this must have increased your um, uh, you know hasn't it your work actually really increased in this time uh, you know so uh, where i work yami sadly we've had to shut down because uh, um, we go in face to face or we do phone counseling from the center okay, okay because the anonymity of the volunteers is very important you sure. know it's not a private practice type of thing so the anonymity of the volunteers is very important so sadly um, you know we want to help but it's a it's a really old organization and we've not had to think of you know using technology because for 43 years it was working yeah, fine sure. for us face to face but even if i look at um, you know where i work we are going to have to explore technology now very proactively when things become normal and that in itself is a silver lining because then we can reach out to people maybe all over the country maybe um, you know so there's a lot of potential that will come out of it but right now sadly where i work we are um, you know closed but your private practice or you don't you've not really been doing that uh, no not really Okay. okay so you are the rare psychologist who's got time to uh, herself in this uh, you know scenario because i believe that it's that everyone's just inundated with uh, you know clients and calls and 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 therapy sessions and and i can understand why um yeah, this is yeah. a, so 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 i'm glad because you have the time to then come on the podcast and and maybe provide <laughs> therapy to millions of people because your last episode got uh i think 50000 and still counting on on youtube 50000 views and that i think that's my highest uh, that we've done till now on the uh, podcast that's amazing yami and i'm i'm, I'm so I'm, proud I'm of glad. that episode I'm, i'm glad because it it's main thing is we're doing this you obviously do what you do to help people i am at least telling myself that i'm doing this to help people 
uh, I believe that I'm doing this to help people and we no, are I'm making sure, yeah. a difference in a small way. We are trying to make yes. a difference. But what else do you yeah. recommend that the people can do? Because another thing that's happening is uh, people are not used to being in each other's faces. Even the, you know, the closest yes. family members, husband and wife and child and, and people are losing it. Another thing I've been hearing a lot is that parents are not being able to cope with their children at home and how to engage them and all. And that sounds a little uh, like a very uh, good problem to have because you are, again, you're safe in your own house, you're with your family, your child. Really, I mean, I mean, is this, is, is this really a problem that, that you don't know how to entertain your child for, the, for 20, 30 days without everything at your you know i don't understand this why this is a becoming a problem for the parents um so i think it's again boiling down to how you're feeling about yourself in this situation if you're feeling uh, that you know you're coping okay and you're managing hmm. then uh, that calmness will translate to your children and if you're really struggling with how to manage yourself and your emotions and your feelings in this time then that worry and anxiety and agitation will again transfer to your children. I think once parents get uh, a grip of, how, of taking better care of themselves, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think uh, they will be able to manage their children also differently. And at the same time, yes, it's, it's wonderful to get this extended period with our families, which we never do. But at the same time, I think some boundary setting is again okay. You know, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like, um, you know, you're feeling angry and irritated with your kid, it's okay to go into the room, lock the door for some time, um, you know, get yourself feeling better, changing your mood and then going and dealing with them as, a, as opposed to being with them the whole time and feeling angry, irritable, which then obviously will come out on them. So how, I, I can tell you how Shanamli and I are doing it. I mean, no, we're not uh, perfect, but what we've done is we've we've kind of chalked out time slots in the day so in the morning i need one hour for my exercise and my breathing and my uh, my personal time i need one hour in the morning so i have chalked out let's say 9 a.m to 10 a.m in which i am totally alone shanamli is with zavian and i am with nobody else i'm i'm just doing my own thing whether, whether whichever wherever in the house i do it doesn't matter but i'm doing my exercise i'm doing my breathing and uh, then after that I've, I've had my shower and i'm ready and then i go and kind of relieve her it's like a shift and then she gets 10 a.m mm. to 11 uh, a.m for herself and that has mm. helped us because she's got that completely yeah. one hour to herself and I know one hour yeah. sound, doesn't sound like a lot of time but if you uh, know what you're doing in terms of I know exactly what yoga asanas I have to do what breathing yeah. I have to do and how much time I need yeah. it's it's therapeutic that time and you yeah, have yeah, to support too. each other I think couples right now this is a listen this is a golden test of any marriage i think uh, this this time period uh, especially if you don't live in a in a massive house you know you live in a in a small apartment i think this is this is uh, either going to this is going to end up in many divorces or or some sort of re rediscovering of 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 love for each other because um, i just think if you you know you need to work at it like any any you know it's like calendar it think of it as meetings like i've got I've got a one-hour yeah. meeting that say don't disturb me and I will come and take over the child and or be around the, the child then and now you go take an hour off 
And uh, yeah, so, so sounds so, like so it's I, working for you both. It's right? working. It's yeah. working for the moment. Is it going to work in forty days? I don't know, but I am confident that we will find a way to do it. Also, because yeah. uh, I, I am. Everybody's used to having me. Actually, I am at home the most out of everybody in the family. Yeah. So this is not something that's that new for them. It's not like suddenly someone who's a workaholic is sitting at home and uh, going crazy. No, so it's like my husband says. No, it's the age of the introvert. Oh, yeah. So the introverts, the, the introverts among us are like are enjoying this yes, time. Yes, absolutely. I, they, I, I they can't deny that. <laughs> I can't deny that. Even though I'm I'm an omnivert, I'd like to believe I'm somewhere in the middle of an introvert and a uh, extrovert. But I can't say that I am struggling with the fact uh, that I am, you know, again, quotes stuck at home because I also feel that, and I was discussing this with Shanamli that I think the world. needed a break you know this is like a time out this is like the world collectively getting a time out everybody was always in this constant rush to do something to get something to be somewhere to be someone to just you know there was this rush and we've just got like god has pressed the pause button on <laughs> on uh, it's like on all of us and this is an opportunity and we must look at it as an opportunity yeah yeah i mean yeah absolutely it is it is going to change the way um, that you know we work i've seen a lot of mailers now from hospitals saying that they are opening to e consult yeah, which i think yeah. is wonderful yeah. because that means that you know that those much safer and much more productive that means somebody sitting in chennai can reach across to a renowned doctor sitting in delhi i mean the so it is going to change things for sure And nothing is uh, definitely nothing is ever going to be the same. That's one line I've been repeating. Yeah. Is that how can anything possibly be the same? I mean, even I mean, there are enough negative ways to look at that. I mean, next year I can't even imagine walking into a mall. I can't imagine walking into a mall ever again and not feeling like I'm about to touch the 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 handrail of the escalator. I you know this is just normal stuff yeah, that you yeah. took for granted. It's like you know I'm I'm watching Netflix movies and and I'm just like how they hugging. <laughs> how they how they how they how they shaking hands uh, and then it suddenly strikes me oh, oh this may have been done six months from now or um, you know yeah. whatever yeah. so yeah it's you're right it's it's something that I mean I have no words for so what else do you recommend I mean before we close what are your final thoughts yeah, so, on this and um so my final thoughts are if you're watching this podcast you know Yamir and I have discussed some simple uh, but effective strategies uh, to cope with any sort of anxiety that you may be feeling but but i want you to be aware that if there are some red flags so if you know if if you have some physical uh, symptoms like you know constant feeling of you know like panic or palpitations or um, you know headache or stomach ache or stomach upset and it's not going away so physical symptoms or you have you know symptoms like your mood uh, irritability extreme irritability or feeling of doom um you know uh, and uh, feeling of like hopelessness and it's again not going away your sleep is severely impacted you're not being able to sleep or you're sleeping too much um, mm-hmm. your appetite is severely impacted or you're not being able to eat at all um, so th- these are some of the red flags if you know if it's gone into this situation yeah um then it's more than the natural and anxiety that we the rest of us are feeling and at that point it's important uh, you know for you to seek help 
um, you know, there is no shame in seeking help. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, even in these times, there are online resources available. Like I just said, hospitals are providing help. There are psychiatrists who are online. There are psychologists who are online. So don't ignore it. Don't think that it's just going away. Um, seeking help is much better than, you know, just leaving it unaddressed. So do you have a list or can, can you think we can share? I mean, I can put it in the show notes. If you know of uh, psychologists who are, you know, doing online sessions at the moment, I can share that list in terms of, you know, even if it's just an email, if someone is feeling that uh, they need to reach out, they can just email them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for this podcast, you can, um, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm right now free. So for this podcast, you can, um, and even for the place where I live, I've given my name out as a resource of, okay. you know, for people to reach out to if they are feeling very stressed. Okay. Perfect. So, yeah, you so can I share my details. details. I will if, share them and I'll try and put yeah, them on, on yeah. the screen as well so people can contact you. So, perfect. Thank you yeah, so much for, yeah. for coming back. I, it was lovely to have you on the podcast so soon. I thought it would take Same, much longer. Yeah to get you back and I am hopeful COVID-19. that yeah, COVID-19 has brought us and the world together. Yeah. And, hope, and I'm um, hopeful that if people see, I mean, this podcast, they feel helped. They feel like it's okay uh, to feel what you're feeling and we're all in the same boat. And, uh, you know, when it's, it's more than it's, it's not, it's going into something more than what normal is. Sure. And um, it's it's okay for you to seek help. Talk to your friends and family uh, about your feelings. Journal them. Um, and this too shall pass. Together we'll overcome this problem as well. Thank you. Yes, this too shall pass. And together we can overcome yes. it. And only together, which is why everyone needs to stay at home. Uh, this only works if all of us, yeah, all of us stay at home. And I, yeah. I, I, I'm re- really not going to give out the advice, you know, wash hands. I've washed my hands so many times that it's like my hands are like, you know, that Terminator robot, somebody sent me a meme. Yeah. It's just that, <laughs> that metallic thing that, you know, the hand is gone. Uh, but, but yes, uh, thank you again for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Parul. And thank you guys for tuning into Voices in My Head. Please subscribe if you're not already subscribed. We'll keep coming back with interesting content and bring people like Parul uh, to the podcast. So we'll see you soon. Bye. Voices in My Head is created and hosted by Yami Radhar. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. We disclaim responsibility for any adverse effects that may arise from any information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guests' qualifications or credibility. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.